thank God for our choir. The scripture's been read in your hearing. I want to read a few verses again. Verse 19 of chapter 4, Matthew's Gospel. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sons of Zebedee. They were in a boat with their father preparing their nets. Jesus called them and immediately they left the boat, their father, and followed him. I want to preach a great decision. Put another tag on this, just call it say yes. Either a great decision or say yes. Whatever scratching where you itch this morning. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Remove every distraction, barrier, obstacle, so we might hear from you. Touch now in Jesus' name. Amen. Life is full of decisions. Regardless of who you are, where you live, what you're going through, your socioeconomic status, life for all of us is full of decisions. Whether it's the decision to attend college, join the military, or enter the workforce, life is full of decisions. Whether it's the decision to go back to school, apply for a new position, or change my particular career. Life is full of decisions. Whether it's the decision to become a vegan, vegetarian, adopt the keto plan, or continue eating the standard American diet, life is full of decisions. Whether it's the decision to downsize, relocate, or stay where we've been for the past 15 years, life is full of decisions. Whether it's the decision to travel by plane, train, or automobile, or the decision to invest, pay off debt, play it safe, stay married, become single, life is full of decisions. Right now, as we have gathered for worship on this Lord's Day morning, all of us are debating, struggling, and wrestling with some decisions that we have to make in life. Whether it's a minor decision, a major decision, all of us at this time right now are debating 
struggling and wrestling with some decision or decisions in life. According to this New Testament text, the disciples of Jesus, or rather would-be disciples of Jesus, are struggling, debating, and wrestling with one of the most critical, important, and significant decisions in life. They are not making a choice or decision about whether to wear plaid or polka dot. They're not making a decision concerning where they're going on vacation. They're not making a decision concerning whether they're going to shop at Food Lion, Publix, or Kroger's. They're not making a decision concerning who's going to win game two tonight, but they are making a critical, important, and significant decision on whether or not they are going to become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. As Jesus is walking near the Sea of Galilee, Jesus notices Simon and Andrew, who he already has a relationship with based on John chapter 1. When he sees them, he extends another offer for them to become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only does he see Simon and Andrew, but he sees the sons of Zebedee, James and John, and extends to them the same offer to become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. As these would-be disciples wrestle, struggle, and debate this opportunity and invitation, the text says they do not take too much time to make up in their mind to become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't hesitate, they don't vacillate, they don't procrastinate, but they make up in their minds they are going to become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus extends an offer, consequently, watch chapel, they say yes. And like Jesus extended the offer over 2,000 years ago for these men of God to become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus is still extending the same offer and opportunity to you and I to become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's some of us who might not think this applies to us because of the decision we made 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5 years ago to walk down the aisle, give Jesus our heart, give the preacher our hand, put our name on the church roster, and become good members of the body of Christ called church. Yet the decision to follow Jesus is not just a one-time decision like a decision to join an organization or get married. The decision to follow Jesus, Watch Chapel, is a daily decision. Can I preach this? And we might have joined the church 50 years ago or 25 years ago or five years ago or five months ago, but every day God allows us to see is an opportunity and choice and decision to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I preach this? 
Sometimes we have gotten confused because of what we did then, but the decision to follow Jesus is a daily decision. If God allows us to wake up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, next Sunday, I still got to sign my name on the dotted line and say, Lord, you are King of kings, Lord of lords. You're deserving of the praise. You're deserving of my fellowship. And I ain't just following based on what I did then. I'm following you today because you're good today like you were yesterday. We got to follow him daily. And I preach this message to encourage everybody who has gathered in Watch Chapel on this first Sunday in the month of June to make the great decision to say yes to Jesus and make up in our mind we are going to follow him, not just when we accepted Christ, but to follow him every day. Can I preach this, Watch Chapel? What does it mean? Or what happens when we make the decision to follow Jesus? When we make the decision to follow Jesus, let me reiterate this watch chapel. We make a decision for daily devotion. When we make the decision to follow Jesus, we make the decision for daily devotion. A decision to follow Jesus is not just walking down the aisle 30 years ago or 10 years ago and coming to church every now and then. But the decision to follow Jesus requires daily devotion. No relationship is sustained and strengthened by inconsistent, sporadic devotion, communication, or interaction. Let me preach this. Any and every relationship that is healthy and strong in your life requires regular maintenance, communication, interaction, and interface. Let me preach P-Dub. Amen, somebody. If, if, if sisters, if he only want to take you out in February and your anniversary and your birthday, maybe Christmas, I can tell by the looks, that ain't going to cut it for 99.9% .9 of the sisters gathered in the room. I, I need a little something more than that. Come on, brothers, talk to me. If she only want to hang out with you, brothers, come on, brothers, I ain't going to be one-sided. Birthday, maybe Father's Day. Take you to Chick-fil-A, amen. Some of y'all will get that. Y'all ain't got it yet. Little something for your 
birthday. Most of us with good sense are going to say, I need a little bit something more than that because any and every healthy relationship requires healthy interface, interaction, and fellowship. Can I preach this? And why is it sometimes that in the body of Christ called church, we think we can have a thriving, dynamic relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and we only interact with Christ sporadically, intermittently, inconsistently, where Jesus calls us to follow him. And a decision to follow him is not just a one-time decision, but is a decision, help me preach, watch chapel, of many, many multiple daily decisions to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I follow him today because I've gathered for worship, but after I leave worship, I still got to follow him. On Monday morning, I still got to follow him. It ain't just one big bang decision. It's a series of multiple decisions to represent and follow Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord of my life. So when I say yes, I make a decision for daily discipleship. It's not just a decision for daily discipleship. When I say yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, I make a decision to put off procrastination. Notice what the text says as Jesus extends the opportunity for them to follow him. The text says that James and John immediately leave their daddy leave the boats and begin to follow Jesus. Not just James and John, sons of Zebedee, Andrew and Simon have also made a previous decision, not a decision of vacillation, hesitation, but they have put off procrastination because following Jesus is not something you should put off. It's something we should do immediately and instantaneously. Can I preach this? When the Lord extends an opportunity and offer for us to follow him, we ought to put off procrastination. They didn't go back and get their stuff in order. They didn't go back and think about how they had to tell so-and-so that they wasn't going to be coming back no more. But the text says they did it immediately. They didn't have to go tell man, man, and peaches. They wasn't coming back to homecoming. They didn't have to tell girlfriends. They wasn't coming back. They did it immediately didn't have to go inform anybody of what they were doing, but they did it immediately. And there's sometimes, watch chapel, let me confess my own stuff. I have missed out on the blessings of God because instead of doing stuff immediately, I procrastinated, I hesitated, I vacillated. And while God had a blessing on the other side, I was procrastinating and vacillating, trying to make up my mind and justify my slowness of feet. Y'all ain't talking to me. Anybody else on my corner? Anybody ever miss out on what God had because of procrastination? But when you make up your mind to follow Jesus, you got to put off procrastination. 
Some things are now. What you waiting on? If not now, then when? If not now, then when? Tomorrow ain't promised. July ain't promised. 2024 ain't promised. The next decade ain't promised. Sometimes what God is asking us to do is a matter of life and death. Sometimes while you and I are vacillating, y'all ain't talking to me, the enemy is plotting and scheming and sabotaging to steal, kill, and destroy. And we've yet to make up in our mind that we're going to follow Jesus. We're going to put him number one. And until we make up in our mind, we become prey, P-R-E-Y, for the enemy who wants to steal, kill, and destroy. I'm telling somebody, do it now. Can I preach this? Do it now. Lord's been knocking on your door. Do it now. Lord's been giving you warnings. Do it now. The Lord's been giving you holy hints. Do it now. Lord's been giving you sanctified suggestions. Do it now. When I, when I make the decision to follow Jesus. It's a decision of daily devotion. It, it challenges me to put off procrastination, but it's also when I make the decision to follow Jesus, he encourages me to employ my expertise. Notice what he says. You are fishermen, but I'm making you now fishers of men. You've been fishing for trout, catfish, tilapia, and flounder. From where I'm from, crabs. Amen, come on. But now, spots. But now, I want you to employ that expertise and not just fish for fish. I want you to fish for folk. Can I preach this? When you come a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, he encourages us to employ our expertise. Can I make this plain and bless somebody on this Sunday morning? When you accept Jesus Christ, when you become a Christian, when you make up in your mind you're going to get serious about following Jesus Christ, that ain't always, that does not always mean you need to submit a letter of resignation from your place of employment. I don't mean that everybody called to be a preacher. What it does mean is that God has given you gifts, talents, abilities, genius, expertise, and God wants you to use your abilities, your gifts, your talents, your expertise to win people to Jesus and to build up the body of Christ. Sometimes we have misheard God. You got saved on Sunday, submitted a letter of resignation on Monday. Now you need somebody to pay your bills because you misheard or did not listen to God. No, God ain't tell you to quit. God tell you to employ your expertise for the kingdom of God. God calls these fishermen, amen, men who understood 
courage, men who understood how to wait, men who understood perseverance, men who understood patience, men who understood you got to put some blood on the bait every now and then to attract the fish, men who understood flexibility because you can't catch every fish the same way, and he uses them now to employ their expertise for the kingdom of God. Let me raise the question on today, what expertise are you not using for the kingdom? God has given all of us abilities, all of us talents, all of us genius, all of us expertise. And what we need to do is sanctify it, dip it in the blood, and use it for the kingdom, use it for the glory of God to win souls and build up the kingdom of God. When I say yes, it's a decision of daily discipleship. When I say yes, challenges me to put off procrastination. When I say yes, encourages me to employ my expertise. When I say yes, Challenges me to rely on the Redeemer. And I'm not just talking about relying on the Redeemer. I'm talking about really, radically relying on the Redeemer. This is the same Jesus who saved them. Come unto me, all ye that labor and a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The same Jesus that promises new life, abundant life, and eternal life. The same Jesus in John chapter 1, verses 35 and 42, who met Andrew. Y'all ain't talking to me. And Andrew was so enraptured with Jesus because he understood this was the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And Andrew became so enraptured with Jesus that he went and told his brother Andrew, I mean, told his brother Simon, and Jesus said, your name now is Simon, but I'm going to call you Peter. They've known each other for a year at a distance, but now here in Mark chapter 4, he's calling them into a deeper, more significant relationship. He redeemed them in John chapter 1. And they've been building this relationship for the past year where now they've made up their mind they're going to leave everything behind and they're going to follow Jesus. I'm going somewhere, Watch Chapel, because when we say yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, it's a challenge to really rely on the Redeemer. Notice what these fishermen do. The text says they don't go get their stuff in order. They have not made their way to Wells Fargo. They have not gone to Truist. They have not gone to Bank of America. They have not gone to Coastal or Federal Credit Union. But the text says they cut off everything immediately and follow Jesus. They leave their daddy, Zebedee, leave everything they know, and they follow Jesus because they are really relying on the Redeemer. 
They have seen Jesus work for the past year. They have seen Jesus heal the sick. They've seen Jesus raise the dead. They've seen Jesus do the miraculous. And now that they've made this decision to become followers of Jesus, it ain't just a decision from nine to five. This is a lifestyle decision to really rely on the Redeemer. And let me preach this and bless somebody as I make my way to my seat. Uh, the Redeemer is worthy of our reliance and reliability. I said God is worthy of our reliability. Let me bless somebody right now who woke you up this morning, who started you on your way this morning, who's keeping you alive right now. I said he's worthy of our reliability. Does anybody know that God is reliable? I'm not talking about just good or great, but reliable. When things were bad, he made it for your good. When you didn't know how you were going to turn out, God worked it together for your good. When you didn't know how some circumstances were going to turn out, God got involved and worked it together for your good. Can I have a witness on this Sunday morning? Does anybody have a testimony that God is trustworthy? God is dependable. God is reliable. They accept Jesus here in Matthew chapter 4, but they never miss a meal. They never miss a mortgage payment. They never miss a car note. They never miss a meal. They never miss any of their needs because the God who sits high and looks low will provide all of our needs according to his riches in glory. That's why the book says, Thou the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Do I have a witness in here? Let me close the way I want to close. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Good days and bad days. He's my shepherd. Hell or high water. He's my shepherd. June or January. He's my shepherd. When you love me or don't love me, he's my shepherd. I said he's a great provider. If he provided for them, he'll do it for you. Look to God from which cometh my help. My help. I said my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Has he been your helper? Is he your great Ebenezer? I said he's my helper. He won't let you down. Be not dismayed. Let me go old school. I said, be not dismayed. Whatever be time, God will. I said, God will. Take care. When you make the decision to follow Jesus, 
you are making the best decision you've made in your life. Let me tell somebody, God ain't going to be in our debt. God will never be in our debt. When we make the decision to follow Jesus, God double downs. I said, no, I'm going to take care of you because I'm going to prove to the world that I take care of mine. That don't mean you won't have bad days. That don't mean you don't have to balance your checkbook. That don't mean that you won't go through. In this world, ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Come on, I'm in the book this morning. Y'all ain't talking to me. I, I need some of y'all to come out on Wednesday to read the Bible, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. If you're able, stand to your feet. Somebody needs to make the, this, this major decision right now to become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, to become a member of Watch Chapel. My sister, my brother, say yes. We are extending an invitation for you to become a Christian, to become a member of Watch Chapel. Say yes. You're here, you don't have a church home. You're watching us virtually. You need a church home. You need a connection with the body of Christ called church. You need a savior. I'm talking to you, my sister, my brother. Come from wherever you are right now. Come on, make the decision. Walk right now. Come on, my brother. Come on, my sister. Come on, walk from wherever you are. talking to you today. Don't put it off. Somebody put off. Say, I ain't going to procrastinate no more. I know I need a church home. I've been procrastinating. Come on. Come on. Walk this way. Walk forward. Make the decision to follow Christ, accept Jesus, unite with Watch Chapel. Come on, wherever you are. My sister, my brother, there's one coming right now. Amen, 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 amen. Two coming right now. It may be somebody else, my sister, my brother, come from wherever you are. You may be worshiping with us virtually. Go to the next steps tab. You can fill out the paperwork online. Now this, it may be somebody else here. Come on, make the decision today to become a Christian, to become a member of the body of Christ called church. Hear me, Watch Chapel. This decision is deeper than this one-time decision. This is also a decision where Hopefully the Holy Ghost challenged us to put off procrastination. Obedience in some particular area of life. God's been telling you to do something and you ain't been doing it. I'm going to do it. My birthday in July. Let me, let me get my birthday done first. 
School year started in August. Let me, let, me, let me close out the summer the way I want to close it out. Let me go to Essence Fest. Then I'll... Or we just made this one big decision, but then we haven't out just... It hadn't been daily devotion. It's Sunday, but it ain't daily. And God is calling more of you. I want you to come to the altar if, that, if, that's, if that's where you are. If that's where you are. God says, as good as I've been to you, I've been challenging you on some stuff. I've been... Anybody ever... Can I, can I make this play? Can I confess? Anybody ever tell God, I've been waiting on you, God, but God then flipped it and said, no, I've been waiting on you. Come on, am I on somebody's street? Anybody ever been there other than me? Come on, come, come on down the altar. Let, let me just pray for you. Come, come, take a step forward, amen. There's some of us who being real now about we, we confessing. We, God been waiting on us. God said, I told you what to do in O2. Told you what to do in January. I told you what to do last month. You've been procrastinating, Harry. You've been procrastinating, Sister Jackson. You've been procrastinating, Edda May. You come on Sunday, but I daily devotion. Being a Christian is not a one week, one day a week relationship. We follow Christ every day. Lord, I come in Jesus' name praying for every man and woman at the altar who has gathered. Lord, we confess, we acknowledge, we admit that we have procrastinated concerning obedience. We have procrastinated concerning doing what you've called us to do, being fully committed, invested followers. There's some stuff we have put off. There's some areas of our lives we have not surrendered and yielded to you. We pray now for the resolve of Daniel, the obedience of Jesus, to yield, surrender every area of our lives to you and your lordship. Touch now, strengthen, in the strong name of Jesus Christ, the people of God said amen, amen, amen. Thank you, God. Lord, teach us to surrender in your name.
Watch Chapel, we want to introduce you to the Adams family, Brother Curtis and Sister Louise Adams, who come to today based on their Christian experience. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise, this man and woman of God. We're glad that you've made this decision to unite with Watch Chapel. We have a new disciples orientation fellowship that we want you to complete. Upon your completion of those fellowship classes, you'll be you'll receive the right hand of fellowship and be entitled to every right and responsibility of Christian discipleship here at Watch Chapel. We're glad that you've made this decision. We have something to give you. One, two, three. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise. You can follow Sister Rhonda. Amen. Our deacons are coming forward. Amen. As we prepare to celebrate the Lord's Supper, we want to do so reverently. We want to do so obediently. As we prepare even now to serve the elements, we want to obey the words of Scripture. We want to do so reverently and obediently. The Bible says, let a man, let a woman examine himself or herself as we partake of the body and blood of Christ in an unworthy manner. Lord, we come in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, thanking you for this day. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for this opportunity to partake of this holy meal called the Lord's Supper. We do so reverently, obediently, forgive us of every sin. We confess our sins to you, creating us clean hearts, renewing us right spirits. Lord, we yield every area of our lives to your Lordship. Prove yourself true. In Jesus' name.
Are there any baptized believers who have not received the elements? If so, please raise your hand so we might serve you. Are there any baptized believers who have not received the elements? If so, please raise your hand so we might serve you. On the night he was betrayed, he took the bread, broke it, and blessed it, and said, take ye eat, this is my body broken for you, and we do likewise. took the bread, took the cup, same manner. That without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Do this now and until we enter into my Father's kingdom and we do likewise. The people of God said amen. 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 Grace of our Lord and Savior, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule until we shall meet again. The people of God said, Amen.